I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. The weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Because these are high-quality pieces, they're staying in my wardrobe. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, and they even show you on the website how much you're saving, which is awesome. Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us. I recently got a really, really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button-up, both in white linen, which is awesome. And I know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash goals. If you love listening to Girls with Goals and other podcasts like ours and you've ever thought about making your own, then let's talk about Anchor. First off, it's free, which is amazing because there are so many cool things you can do with Anchor to make your podcast a reality. You can record and edit right on Anchor using your phone or your computer, and then Anchor will distribute your episodes to Spotify, Apple, anywhere you want your podcast, Anchor does it for you. Anchor works with Spotify, so you can add any song straight from Spotify into your podcast. You can even make money off of your podcast through Anchor. It's really just everything you'd need or want in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls With Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine. And Caroline. Happy Monday, um, or any other day that you're listening to this, but right now it is Monday for us, right after Halloween. How was your Halloween? How was our Halloween? Our Halloween was okay. It was okay. I wouldn't say it was, like, the most exciting, it wasn't best phenomenal. weekend ever. <laughs> However, it was, it was still a pretty good time. We dressed up and went out Friday night, and then... What were you? I was Rapunzel. I was Barbie. And Catherine's been Barbie a couple times. It's kind of a classic costume for her, but I think she did a good job. She still pulled it off. doesn't matter how many times you do it. It's a classic. I was planning on doing Hannah Montana because Hannah Montana is 
my life. Like, oh, <laughs> like I coming out swinging. Like right Miley here. Cyrus and Anna Montana. Like, it's just like nothing. That's like my thing, you know. Like I love that. And so I bought a dress to be Hannah Montana. I had the boots. I had the microphone. But I tried it on, and I just didn't love it. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't perfect. And I decided that I love Hannah Montana so much. And if I do it, I have to do it right. I have to do it Mm -hmm. justice. It has to be perfect. And this didn't feel perfect to me. So I decided (laughs) that I'm going to return the costume. I'm going to postpone it to a later date when I feel like I can really show up and show out as Hannah. Right. That's my favorite phrase. (laughs) And so instead, I was Rapunzel. And I still enjoyed the costume. You know, there wasn't as much pressure for it to be perfect because I have no emotional connection to Rapunzel. Right. Right. So, so it, was, it was good. I think we both, we both did a good job. We'll post a picture, um, like, literally right now on the podcast. Posting Instagram, it as so we you speak. Guys can see. Run over there. Guys, if you're not already following the podcast Instagram, at Girls with Goals Pod. At Girls with Goals it's Pod. like our combined Instagram. Almost. It's our combined Instagram and our combined Finsta, I think. Sometimes sure. to some our, extent, to yeah. some extent, like our stories can take some. Yeah, we've been very active on there, and we love it. So go follow up Girls with Girls <laughs> Pod if you're not already following both of our personal Instagrams and TikToks. It's just at Caroline Canine, adding Catherine Canine. So make sure you guys are doing that. And I hope that you guys had a great weekend as well. I know that sometimes around like holidays and things like this, there yeah. can be a lot of pressure to have so much fun or to like do all of these things. Yeah, I was reading the Instagram, the Girls with Goals Instagram DMs and like little question response boxes last night. And a lot of them were about, you know, like feeling left out or having a little bit of FOMO, especially Halloween. I feel like there's so much hype around you have to be social, which is not true at all. But I understand like being left out sucks, feeling like you're not included, not included, people don't want you to right. be there. Absolutely horrendous feeling and we've been there so so many times before so we've been we... there a lot of times in our life i've experienced that feeling a lot <laughs> no, like, to know. yeah like that is a yeah i've experienced that feeling a lot to know that it's a really shitty feeling and so it's like a physical feeling yeah you i feel like, like you, you you feel, feel that in it. your in your gut you when feel it. when you feel Go left out literally all of high school yeah <laughs> Go off. yeah what were you saying we were talking about this earlier Halloween, high school sucks. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Has, I've cried every single Fourth of July. Fourth of July has historically been a bad event. But oh like New Year's, all of these New things years. were like, you know, like those those typical social days where, you know, you want you want to be invited to things, you want to be included. There's to pressure. There's like social pressure to be included in those things. Yeah. And so it feels even worse when you're not. My favorite was that one iconic new year's where we actually got uninvited from somewhere and they go no no don't worry because we were actually deciding between two different sets of twins and we chose you in the first place but so then we like, uninvited you anyways <laughs> we, we but like for uninvited. a second you guys won i was like oh my god thank you so much thank you i'm so honored thank you yeah but you know it sucks because you you see all these people like posting their pictures and stuff acting like they're having the time of their life and you just you you feel excluded you feel like, it's a shitty feeling. But, like, a couple things to understand. I know, like, in that situation, it's hard to think clearly. But, number one, I bet those people are not having as much fun as you think. Yeah. They might be having fun. But they might not be. They might not you be. You know, what people post on social media and their pictures in their costumes. They're not going to post that the bad stuff. That doesn't tell the whole story. You know, people could right. be in the crowd feeling just as lonely as you are at home. 
That's like the reality a lot of the time. Me I think. <laughs> um, and at the same time, that is why it is so important to have this really good relationship with yourself, to care about your opinion about yourself more than anyone else's. Because at the end of the day, yes, there's going to be a lot of people around you in your life, but you can't rely on them. You know, this goes back to a lot of the things that we were saying in our independence episode. You can't rely episode. on them for like the stuff that... How do I phrase this? I don't, like, just say I don't like you can't rely okay, on okay. them. Okay, okay. I'll go back. Um, and this goes back to a lot of... like, yeah. fuck everyone. And this goes, this goes back to a lot of the stuff we were saying in our independence episode where it's like, you're going to have a lot of people in your life and they could be great people, but at the end of the day, you're the only person that's with you 24-7. You're the only person that's like in, in your, your head. Whoa. <laughs> and so you need to make sure that... that that environment in your head and your relationship with yourself is a positive one because when these things happen you don't want them to tear you down as as bad as the feeling can be in the moment if you have a strong relationship with yourself you know your self-worth these things won't tear you down and even if you do have an amazing incredible super strong relationship with yourself like it's still gonna suck and hurt a little bit but you're gonna wake up the next morning totally fine you're gonna be able to move past you're it. gonna like get on with your life go do your shit because mm-hmm. you have stuff going for you yeah and, you and stick to that it's hard but i think that feeling left out is more of a universal experience than we make it think. think yeah i think that that everyone at certain points or another like feels left out feels on the outside even though it, it may not look like that all mm-hmm. the time i think everybody experiences that to a certain extent so as hard as it is you know, you you'll you move are stronger past than it. that. You'll move past it. Keep your head up and know that we've been there so <laughs> many times, and we still we still feel that. Yeah, we still feel that so way. often. So also, like, what did we do last night? We stayed home and played Mario Kart with our friends. Yeah, that's <laughs> instead true. of like going, we all collectively decided we went out Friday. Yeah, Saturday. We're <laughs> some people still went out last some night. Some people like, still we went were, out last we were night. Alone yeah. for a bit, you know. But, but like, we could have seen that and been like, oh, everyone's out there having fun. And we're just sitting on the couch. <laughs> so all our other friends, we were, like, there hanging out. We, like, went to their house before. And then they all went out for a little bit while Carol and I just stayed and hung out mm-hmm. at their house. Because um, it was, like, an event for them. And then they came back. And we all hung out. And we had such a good time. Right. Yeah, la- that is true. Every- last night, a lot of people had their own events for, like, frats and sororities and stuff. We're not in a sorority, so we didn't have an event. <laughs> so we were just hanging out. So the two out. of us were alone for a bit last night, but it was it was a good time, and we still enjoyed it. But Yeah. So like, there's not, there's not like, one cookie-cutter type of a fun Saturday night. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, but I guess our point in saying that is, like, we hope that you guys had a, a super fun time, but understand that like especially around these times it's it's so common to have those feelings of like FOMO being left out feeling like people aren't treating you right and just know that you know we've been there we know how you feel and we love you guys you know what at the end of the day you've got us <laughs> you do <laughs> so it's true that. and this is episode 10 that's kind of crazy <laughs> like 10 is, is not that it's not that big of a number it's a low number one day we'll be at episode 50 and 100 and 500 but to all of you who have listened every week and been along for the ride thank for these you. first 10 episodes, thank you. Thank you. We like, love you. guys you. make this happen. Yeah. I mean, yes, we're the ones behind the mics. We're talking. But, like, you guys make this community 
you are girls with goals you guys make this a real thing and so we are so grateful for all of you we love you guys so much and just know that this is just the beginning right we're going to continue to level this up and today we want to bust some fitness myths because we absolutely demolish destroy punch them (laughs) throw them down knock them down because we've talked about um in episode five everything you need to know to start your fitness journey we've talked about all those those actual you know things that more you tangible, should do like, for a more healthy lifestyle for fitness step to step but there step are, by step what am i saying but there are a lot of things out there a lot of these myths a lot of misinformation a lot of things that if nobody tells you differently that you're gonna believe and so we just want to dedicate this episode to, you know, giving you guys the truth, knocking down these myths so that you don't live by these. We're, shit, we're just going to keep it real. Shit, we're just going to keep it real. <laughs> you know, getting rid of these rules that you don't need to have in your life and replacing them with the real stuff. Before we get into that, though, what's your high for the week? I feel like we, like we talked about it a little bit, but... Our highs and our lows? Okay. Yeah. My high is that... I feel like I kind of pulled myself together a little bit this week, not in the sense that I, like, wasn't together, but, like, I did some extra things to just make myself feel really put together and nice. I got my nails done on Wednesday, which I haven't had my nails done in so long, and, like, this is really gross, but I've always been a nail biter, and my nails have always been, like, what? That's disgusting. Yeah. My nails have always been disgusting, and... I just hate it, and so I commit, like, a month ago to never bite my nails again. I decided I'm going to stop, and I actually followed through with it, and so my nails were looking good. I know. (laughs) I am so strong, and so my nails were finally looking good, and so I got them done, and I just feel like a changed person because my nails are always gross, and now they're nice and pretty, and I feel much more put together. I also just feel like I was, like, putting some outfits together and stuff like that. I don't know. I just, I was making myself okay. more presentable and that always makes you feel good. You know, my skincare was good. I was, you know, doing a little makeup routine. I just like felt put together oh. this week and oh. that always feels good, you know, to Does take that, that extra, from? like take that extra little bit of effort to make yourself feel good. Right. What about you? A high. A high. Um, you guys got a lot of work done this week, which is like needed. I needed to do. It was a busy busy like school work vibes but I got it all done so that's good (laughs) my low for the week this one's so funny because it's just unfathomable to me so you guys know I teach workout classes and yesterday we're teaching one and it's we were doing like 40 seconds on 20 seconds off for Mm -hmm. a little bit so tell me why tell me why someone is texting just like on their phone during the like work during the work period during the work what are you doing it's 40 seconds of work why are you grabbing i was like what could you possibly be doing on your phone anyway some people are just popular some people have people yeah apparently i'm kidding apparently i'm not used to that i think it's i think it's like a good idea though to try to like during a work and stuff just put your phone away you have your you have access to your phone every but every other fitness class you're not gonna have your phone out i know that does feel a little bit disrespectful i'm sorry you went through that Thanks, it was really, really tough. <laughs> yeah, that, that's annoying, though, because you're, like, taking your effort to teach a no, class. No, but I, looked, want everyone to be I looked, and she's, like, on the floor, like, phone, and on her phone. Just, te- mm. 
And I was like, what? Aww. What possessed you to be doing that? If you, need, like, a, if you need a rest, rest, but don't be on your phone. Right. I was like, it, had, it gave about. me, I had to take a double take on that. <gasps> a double take? Double take. Guys, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Went to the end for the double take. All right, what was your low? I, yeah. I think my low is just like, I feel like my overall well-being is has been fluctuating so much and i mean that like you guys everyone Kathy's <laughs> laughing so hard at me like some days i feel oh, so, so some days i feel so so great and some days i feel just like so bleh and like low and i want it to feel more steady and i think a lot of that is like if you are in college right now i don't know if you guys are experiencing this but i feel like everyone is because i see everyone yeah. on the internet talking about it but <laughs> Everyone's just been it's sick either, it's like and extremes not able, too. Yeah. But everyone's been like sick and not able to knock this cold since like the first day of school. Like everyone just came back to college and like got a cold and it's like <laughs> some days I feel so good and then some days I feel sick and some nights I sleep so well and then some nights I just like can't sleep and I just want it to be more yeah, I just want to feel I want to feel consistently good. I don't want to feel sick and like sleep deprived some days. And so I guess that's my low is that, yeah, (laughs) is like some, is just that it's, it's felt a little bit tumultuous and like a little bit out of my control because it's like, I'll even like try to go to sleep early and some nights I just can't fall asleep and some nights I just feel sick and. So what's your goal with that? I need to get a new journal this week. I had been literally just using the same notebook as a journal and like a daily to-do list planner and I filled it and it's it's gone now and so I've just been using my notes app on my phone for my daily to-do list and planner recently and I just love having that like on pen and paper more so but then also I haven't had it to be able to like use as a journal and to do some like morning or nightly journaling Wait, and did you, fin- did you like fill yours my notebook I, th- yeah. I think it's full and so I've been oh. I've been really needing to get a new journal and also it was oh, like oh I thought you just like wanted it one. was also like kind of just like a gross old notebook and I want to get myself a really nice pretty good journal to use so I'm gonna try to do that either today or tomorrow and then um you know get back into a little bit of a journaling routine this week what about you Personally, I need to like take some time for myself and make that a little bit of a priority even mm-hmm. if it's like a 10 minute walk to go get coffee in between doing work like I need to make sure I'm getting that time away from just like grinding stuff out do you want to learn a new language maybe for an upcoming trip maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages maybe you just want a new skill Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Caroline and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time girls with goals listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today 
That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. When you have big goals and a busy schedule like all Girls With Goals listeners do, because that is exactly why we are here, it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness. Even though it's a core value for all of us, small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on. This is why we have Fleur Marche. Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change, and their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy-to-understand plant-powered wellness products. Caroline and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to f-l-e-u-r-m-a-r-c-h-e.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. Let's get into these fitness myths and Let's start with one of the biggest ones out there, which is spot reducing. So spot reducing, just to like explain the term, I know I didn't know what it was before getting into this, but spot reducing is if you want to lose fat in your arms, you say, I'm just going to work out my arms. I'm only going to do workouts that target my arms, and that's how I'm going to lose the fat. Or thinking that if you want to lose some belly fat, you just do ab workouts. Or if you you, like, same thing. Not the case. Not the case. If you work out and you eat in a way that's going to make you lose fat, you're going to lose it evenly across your whole body. Mm-hmm. It also it also is um, a lot based on genetics. Different people store fat in different areas. You know, a lot of the time for girls, that's like hips, legs, lower belly, those kind of things. But some people mm-hmm. also store a lot of more fat in their arms and things like that. So genetics play a big role in where you store fat and then also where you lose fat from once your body starts mm-hmm. losing. I think the idea with this is that a lot of the time if someone's like feeling the burn in a certain area, then they link that with like burning fat mm-hmm. and like, oh, I'm effectively working this area right now as we speak as I'm feeling the burn, the fat is going away. Mm -hmm. So when you target specific areas of your body, you're engaging those muscles. So that is going to help you gain lean muscle or maintain lean muscle in those specific areas. Just get stronger in that area so you're able to continue to push yourself. But it doesn't... further in the process. So, So yes, working out a specific area can target muscle growth or lean muscle maintenance in that area, but it does not necessarily target fat loss in that specific area right because when you lose fat it means that your body is burning more calories than you're consuming and then you're you're doing these other things which we talked about a lot in episode five that like makes it so that you're burning signal fat to your muscle. body that you want to use the fat rather than but your genetics decide where that fat comes from so feeling the burn in your abs Yes, that means that you're engaging your abs and you're strengthening, you're strengthening your those core. muscles. It's great, but it doesn't mean that your body is burning fat when you feel that burn. That's right. not what's happening. That's right. just you engaging those muscles. If you're 
doing all the right steps, you're going to lose fat across your whole body. So if you see YouTube videos saying, blast inner thigh fat, blast belly fat. No. That's just clickbait because you there's... You may be working your inner thighs. You may be working your you may You're strengthening core. those areas. You're engaging those muscles. But that does not equate to burning fat specifically in that area. When your body loses fat, it loses fat evenly throughout your body based on your genetics. You cannot target where that fat is pulled from. You cannot say hey body, I want you to lose fat just in my stomach. That's not how it works. Not how it works. That's not how it works. While lifting weights with and engaging certain muscles, you're signaling to your body, like, I want to build this specific muscle. It doesn't work so that when same you, way with fat. In that case, when you lose the fat, different areas are going to have stronger muscles. And, right? and maybe look more toned. But you just... The point of this whole thing is that you cannot choose where your body loses fat from. So things that are telling you that you're targeting this fat, you're targeting this fat... Wrong. That's not true. Because your body just loses fat all over. You cannot spot reduce fat. That said, so similar, myth number two, ab workouts equal abs. That's not totally the case. Because like we said, you can't choose where your body pulls fat from and to have those visible abs you need to both have a strong core and and lose the fat and a low enough body fat percentage to actually show those abs right so the same exact thing doing an ab workout is not going to get you abs doing directly yeah doing an ab workout like crunches is not Not going to automatically give you visible abs like that's just not it's not going to burn that belly fat specifically because like we said you can't choose where that fat comes from at the same time in order to really strengthen your core, it's not just ab workouts. The actually most important thing or most effective way to do that is to engage your core while, while you're doing, doing all other exercises. Right. So if you're squatting, you need a strong core to keep yourself stable. That's going to be engaged if you're mm-hmm. like squatting heavy. When you're shoulder pressing, shoulder pressing, you need to engage your core to keep yourself steady. Like. Your core is at the core of everything that you're doing. Like, that is... If you don't have a strong core in those situations, your form is going to be off. It's going to be so hard to complete the movement, complete the reps, like, get an effective workout in and -hmm. actually get stronger in those other muscle groups if you're not having a strong core and you're not getting stronger in your core. So that said, you don't necessarily need to be doing... Ab workouts every single day, like crunches. Because you are... If you are effectively engaging your core while you're doing other workouts, even if it's a... Like plyo box, plyo jumps, you're mm-hmm. engaging your core. Running, you're yeah. engaging your core. That is so important to every type of movement mm-hmm. that you are gonna like. If you're working work your core, if you're working out consistently, if you have a consistent workout routine, you're already engaging or you're already working out your core a lot. Yeah. So focus on when you're doing those compound lifts, like when you're doing other workouts throughout the week. Just Just focus and make that extra intention to engage your core and you're really going to be strengthening those abs. Then if you want to do super targeted ab workouts on top of that, those things can help, but they they aren't the total, that isn't the whole thing. So like I enjoy doing an ab workout, a mm -hmm. directly targeted ab workout. I do not make it my absolute priority for every workout though. Yeah, because I think a lot of the time like people are taught like, oh, you want visible abs like just do this 10 minute ab workout every single day of your life and that's that's absolutely going to strengthen your core but it's not going to get you visible 
abs. And it's not directly. even going to strengthen your core as much as regular as much as a you regular think. lifting routine right. would. So in order to get abs, it's not just about crunches. It's about engaging your core throughout your entire workout routine. And then also genetically just having a low enough body fat right. percentage to show that. Because some people say you store a lot of your fat on your stomach right above your abs because you're going to lose fat pretty evenly across your whole body. It might seem like it's harder to lose it on your stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, some people lose fat from their stomach really easily because maybe they store more fat in their legs, and so right. they just have these visible abs. Some people just genetically store more fat in their stomach area, and it's going to be a lot harder, if not impossible, to like have a visible six-pack because it's just right, not genetically in the comments. In that case, to get your body fat low enough, it would be unhealthy for like all other areas of your body in like an extreme case if someone stored all of their fat in mm-hmm. their stomach so it's not so there's a lot more that goes into abs than just crunches and this goes for every single muscle group like we said with the first little myth all right let's talk about some myths around protein so one of the first ones is that of course you guys know protein is so important when you're working out using your muscles because what you're doing when you're working out lifting running whatever it is you're breaking down Your muscle tissue. tissue. So your body needs to work to rebuild that, and protein is what is going to help. Proteins are the building blocks of life. That process in your body. I think there's a common misconception, though, that protein is only necessary if you're trying to build muscle. And in that case, Mm -hmm. I think some people might stray away from protein if they're not trying to build a lot of muscle because they don't want to look bulky. Because these massive bodybuilders in the gym are like, protein, protein, protein. That, like that automatically in people's heads maybe thinks that protein is a direct link to just muscle getting growth. absolutely enormous, enormous. <laughs> muscle growth <laughs> muscle growth but that's that's not good because proteins are so important no matter what your physical goals are and Even just if you for don't maintaining out, a healthy body right. in general proteins are literally i said this a second ago but the building blocks of life they make up everything our muscles hair skin nails like proteins right proteins are amino acids, amino acids that that build all of these different things in our body so to have healthy skin and healthy hair and just there's like so a healthy much body in general behind, yeah you need protein for everything in terms of fitness goals as well Protein is really important for fat loss, too, or for just body recomposition, or for literally just living a healthy lifestyle and all these things. It's not just for muscle growth, and that's because of a few different reasons. One, proteins prioritize rebuilding that muscle so that when you're in a calorie deficit and your body is expending energy, by having enough protein, you're telling your body to prioritize that muscle and instead burn fat. So you're going to keep the muscle and that calorie deficit is going to go more towards using up your fat. Yeah, it's going to help you maintain that muscle while burning fat. Protein is the most satiating macronutrient, meaning that it's going to keep your body more satisfied and full longer than the other macronutrients Mm -hmm. will. So by doing that... that's not because the other ones are bad. That's because, like, carbs, the purpose of a carb is so your body can use it quickly so you can Mm -hmm. immediately get energy. Protein, it takes your body a lot longer to utilize it, Mm -hmm. which is why it takes longer for you to Mm -hmm. maintain that full feeling. So because of that, it can actually be really good at 
you know, keeping you full, curbing some cravings and things like that, that are actually going to help with fat loss long term. So protein, that's the thing like you see, using my mom as an example, she wants a snack, she's going to go and get a little bowl of Cheez-Its. Girl loves Cheez-Its. There's not much protein in that. It's energy in the moment, but an hour later, you're going to be hungry. She's getting another bowl of Cheez-Its. Right, right. Snacks that are just carbs are not going to like have the purpose of an actual snack because it's not going to keep you full because carbs are meant to be burned quickly by your body and used like immediately as energy so by choosing snacks and meals that are higher in protein you're actually going to be satisfying your body more keeping you fuller and as a snack that's going to provide a lot more benefit than that yeah than something like just a carpal and so by by keeping you fuller and by being more satisfying for your body it's going to curb those cravings later. It's going to kind of keep you keep your hunger levels more stable, which is always mm-hmm. good. So you don't get that like like with the carbs because your body's using it so fast. You're not just going to be hungry. You get that hour. spike of energy which is necessary and needed. And then the opposite of that is you come down from that and then you're left mm-hmm. hungry and in need of some other energy. Mm-hmm. So which that- is why you do need a balance of both, which is our next myth is that I feel like everyone's heard the phrase or at least now you're going to hear the phrase, protein is king. So like we were talking about with muscle building, muscle maintenance, fat loss, like protein is so important for that from like a fitness perspective. That does not mean in any capacity that the other macronutrients are not Bad important. or don't serve a purpose. Right. They all, they all serve very specific, very unique purposes that are so necessary for your body. And we went over all of this. In episode five, fats are going to carry the little micronutrients around your body and help them be absorbed into your system. They're also great for brain health, cardiovascular health, and Mm -hmm. long-term energy. And then like we said, carbs are great for more immediate energy. That's just because your body is trained to use them differently. It works with different energy systems we could go (laughs) we could go into that but they all serve super unique super important purposes so though protein is very important and you should be prioritizing protein and making sure you're getting enough protein in you want to have a good balance of all of the macronutrients you still need all of them in a well-rounded diet so to kind of wrap that up the myths that we just busted are that protein is only important for muscle building because that's not true. Proteins are the building blocks of life. They're good for fat loss. They're good for a healthy body. And then also the other myth that we busted is that protein is the only macronutrient that you should care about because that's not true. They all have functions in our bodies and our lives. Boom. Boom. Back to the workout side of things. Our next myth is that you need to work out every day, which is absolutely not true in fact you you shouldn't you shouldn't work out every single day um and you might see on a lot of people's instagram stories or tiktoks or something people making jokes about like a rest day who is she like was supposed to be a rest day but ended up coming to the gym i've absolutely made a tiktok like that right because like that because i think that there's you know there's this thing once you love working out and it becomes a part of your routine that sometimes it can even be hard to take a rest day because it's so like because yeah once you get into it it's it becomes two aspects like you have the physical aspect of like working out get stronger health right and then you have the mental aspect and a lot of the times like sometimes you know on a rest day your body needs the rest I find that when I on a rest day it's so good for my body 
I feel myself recovering, and I think if I had lifted on one of those days, it would not have gone well. Like I probably, like I would have hurt myself maybe because my muscles and my body is so fatigued. The hard part about taking a day off like that is coming from that mental aspect because sometimes you feel like you need that. Right, you take that time. It's a de-stressor. It's a good release, and it's just like you get in your zone and you're there once again. That goes back to like the you and you when you're working out, when you're lifting whatever your workout split is, it's you and you in there, and that connects to the mental aspect, and a lot of times that's the hard part to take off, but you know that in order to keep pushing forward, keep getting stronger, keep getting better, you do need to take you need to take some a rest, rest. You shouldn't be working on it take today, and just like it recovers your body it also recovers your mind you know what i mean physically yeah, you taking get that mental day, fatigue too. your muscles are recovering but at the same time even though you don't think of it this way and you think of working out as decreasing your stress levels like it is still a stressor on your body and it's really good to let those stress levels come down on your rest days and recover physically and mentally because when you take that day off mentally Mm-hmm. I, I I think that everyone should get past the point of, like, I need to work out, I need to work out, because then you don't enjoy your rest day. You know, I've definitely been right. there before where I didn't really allow myself to enjoy rest days because it felt wrong. But you can then fill your time, if you're missing that mental aspect, if you're missing that physical aspect, maybe you can fill your time differently. So on a rest day, you can go for a nice slow walk and don't do it work out on top of it Mm -hmm. you can journal take that extra time to journal and like mentally Mm -hmm. you get the you get similar effects Mm -hmm. in different ways you know you can do some yoga Mm -hmm. it'll give you some time to prioritize other things and to reset a little bit but I, I think the point I was getting at was like get past that boundary of I need to work out every day so that you can actually enjoy those rest days because rest days are necessary and mm-hmm. I mean once you once you can kind of let go of that belief you start you to really, love them really enjoy them. S- to the same extent that you like you know workout days but in different ways right because they both they both give you something today Sunday is a rest day for us and it's always so nice for me to sleep in on a Sunday to you know, just just take my day how it goes, prioritize making this podcast, doing some work, getting myself together for the next week of life. So you don't need to work out every day. You shouldn't work out every day. You should be taking between one to three rest days, depending on your schedule, your body. You know what works best for you. Some people want to work out four days a week. Some people want to work out six days a week. It also doesn't have to be the same thing every single week. Right. If you have an unplanned rest day because your body really needs it or because life just gets so busy and you weren't able to do it that day, don't be too hard on yourself. Enjoy the rest. Don't use it as an excuse. Don't take every single day of your life as a rest day. You know, like (laughs) just like everything, it's about balance. Balance that hard work and balance the rest because that's going to help your body and your mind recharge so that when you're on, you're really on. So when you're in the gym, there's this myth that it's either cardio or lifting. And I do think a lot of this comes from, like, social media. Social media, whether it be, like, again, TikTok jokes. I've absolutely made a TikTok joke like this. Or influencers where they either specialize in running or they specialize in lifting and there's not much in between. So that kind of creates this mindset that it's one or the other. 
but it does not have to be at all. Yeah, I think that every routine should have a good balance of lifting and cardio, right? I don't think that, number one, for like health reasons, and number two, just for enjoyment purposes. Exactly. I don't, I don't think that a routine like should only be one or the other, because even if you are a runner and you're training for cardio things, strengthening your muscles is going to help you be so much better at running. It's going to help your body physically be so much stronger. It's going to Mm -hmm. prevent injuries. At the same time, if you are mostly weightlifting, whether that's for aesthetic reasons or gaining strength or whatever it is, there are still so many benefits to cardio, to building that endurance, to improving your Mm -hmm. cardiovascular health. Like there are benefits to both lifting and cardio. And I think that the key is finding a balance that you enjoy the most and that benefits you the most based on, you know, whatever your goals are, what your lifestyle is like. But it does not have to be one or the other. No. And it can be 80-20. It can be 50-50. It can be 30-70. It can be whatever you want. I know my workout routine personally and Change with Caroline program I like to do cardio before upper body days because my upper body lifts are usually shorter. They require a little bit less time for me than leg days. And also sometimes my heart rate is like not as high as it would be on a leg day when I'm doing upper body. It's harder for me to like really push Mm -hmm. that. And so doing cardio on those days helps me out um, because I have the extra time to do it and because... A little it, bit of the extra energy to do yeah. it. Yeah, so that's that's how I choose to do it, and that's how I structure change with Caroline, is we or do you cardio can do before upper body. Like, distinctly cardio days, distinctly lifting mm-hmm. days. Yeah, it, there really is not it's one up to you, single girl. answer, but I think that a good routine has a balance of both, and that you don't need to believe people when they're like, you know, like, I think people like to embellish on social media, and if they're really into lifting, they'll be like, oh, like... I hate cardio, like, I'll never do cardio, cardio, what is that? Or or some people just, like, love cardio so much and maybe don't show a lifting routine. But both are beneficial, and I personally think that the healthiest lifestyle and the best, best, the best routine, the best routine has both. <laughs> Let's target a myth around steps and walking, because we preach the hot girl walk so much. We preach the daily mental health walk and how that can be so helpful. I told my friend the other day, I was like, because he needed a little, um, he needed to pick me up, so I said, oh, you should go on a hot girl walk, and I was like, you know what? You should go on a hot boy walk. Pioneer that. Pioneer that. <laughs> Start the Be hot the boy change. Walk. <laughs> Be the change that you wish to see in this world. It's, it's just a, a hot person It's just walk. a mental health walk. But... I'm sure everyone's heard 10,000 steps. 10,000 steps is the magic number, blah, blah, blah. And, like, what does that really mean? Is that true? Is 10,000 steps this, like, magical number or or what? 10,000 steps is... It also it depends on the lifestyle you're starting with. Like, for me, just because, like, we live in a city, we have to walk everywhere. We walk to class. We walk to the store. We walk, like, 10 times a day. We're going on a on a little expedition just because that's the lifestyle. So... When I get ten thousand steps, it's, I don't it's feel pretty achievable. In your it's pretty achievable. Life. However, when we're at home, and like if we need to go out, we drive somewhere. And the only the only walking I do when I'm at home is like intentional walking up and down the stairs, or, or if I go on a walk. Walking, and family. in that case, it is a lot harder. Obviously, 
to hit that 10,000 steps. I think 10,000 steps is a mindset. It's, it's a good goal, but the overall idea with that is making sure that you're active throughout the day right. because being active doesn't mean doing an hour-long workout in the day and then sitting, and then, on your and ass then the sitting the for the rest of the day. That's not what it is. It's living. That's it's a living. healthy lifestyle extends right. way beyond just the gym. It's being active throughout your day, and so 10,000 steps is you know, this, this good, achievable goal to get there and to make sure that you're being active throughout your day. But what does that mean? Does that mean if you hit 7,000 or 9,7? Or <laughs> you need to go take a couple laps around the house? No. Does, no. That, does that mean that if you hit 7,000 or 9,000 that you failed and that you need to, like, make up for that or something and hit 10,000? No. Right? Because no. the idea is just is that you're, you're being more active throughout the day. The idea is you didn't get a solid 500 steps. Right? right? That would mean you walked to the bathroom twice. If you only got 500 <laughs> steps in a day. So the idea it just is a benchmark. It's a goal. You can set it to whatever you want it to be. Right. It's a good goal. It's whatever a, you need it to be to fit your own lifestyle. It's a good goal to have, but, but based on your lifestyle, maybe 7,000 is more achievable. Maybe you are just work a really like on your feet job or you live in a city and you walk so much and maybe you're hitting 15,000 on the regular, right? It's going to be a little bit different based on your lifestyle. The idea of 10,000 steps is just to make sure that you're active throughout your day and not, is not just for that workout. Not as important. Right. So it's a good goal if, if you want to have it, but it doesn't mean that if you hit 9,000 one day, you like beat yourself up and you do laps and laps around mm-hmm. the house until you hit 10,000. <laughs> That's not necessary. The, the idea is just that you're staying active throughout the day. So there's nothing magical about 10,000, but there's something good about being active and upping your steps throughout the day. All right, guys, let's tackle one more myth. And I, I like this one. I think... All right, so this one is don't eat before bed, and that mm-hmm. one is just It's stupid. such a misconception. It's so wrong. Right. The, the whole, I don't, it's not like a bowl of yogurt triples the nutritional value past 8 p.m. Like, right? shut up. Shut up. I'm sure you've all I think heard, like, don't the, eat before right. bed, don't eat carbs past 8 p.m., blah, 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 and it's like nothing happens. There's so much wrong with that sentence. If you don't see it, please re-listen to... But there's nothing magical, like Catherine was saying, about the clock striking really I think the, um, the way that that came to be is it's like, if you go out and get super drunk and then go eat like 10 slices of pizza in addition to all four or three, however many solid meals you eat during the day consistently, then that can be unhealthy. That extra like eating, that extra energy you're putting in your body that is unhealthy comes at night. But in... Eating the time doesn't inherently make something good or bad. Yeah, the idea the idea comes from the fact that a lot of the time, if you're eating at night, you might make less healthy choices, mm-hmm. or you might just in general be overeating because if it's like super late at night, maybe you've already had all your meals for the day. But if if your body physically gets hungry at night then there's nothing different between eating at night or eating during the day. Like, your body doesn't process it differently. A calorie doesn't triple. Like, it just means that that's when your body wants the food. Lose protein and gain carbs. Like, it doesn't change composition. Food is food. Right. Food is energy no matter what time you eat it. 
right so like if somebody sleeps in until like 12 or something and their entire day is shifted it's not like they have to try to cram all their food in before 8 p.m because something like magical is right. gonna happen They're it's not like, like shit it's noon i missed breakfast and now it's lunchtime i gotta eat both of- no yeah so you you like your body's not a clock so you listen to it and you find your routine mm-hmm. like that works for you right. maybe you're you like to eat later at night then do that then just shift your things Sometimes because last also, night we were so yeah. hungry and we ordered food because it was pouring rain. I'm normally not, I do not order food. Like, I'll, if we get takeout, like, I'll go walk and pick it up. But it was pouring rain, so we decided to order it. It took two hours yeah, to get there. Awful. So we ended up eating dinner at midnight. Mm-hmm. And everyone was starving. Everyone was starving, starving. But there's no difference between eating at midnight right the food at like 8 p.m if you're gonna eat the same thing <laughs> right like the nutrition didn't change in the food between the time that we ordered it at <laughs> eight or whatever and the time that it got there at literally midnight oh my god it took so long oh not even to this is this is nothing to do with the myth it was the absolute wrong order yeah they also gave the wrong order it was, the, it was such a mess it couldn't have a worse more wrong order <laughs> but sometimes you come home late and your body is hungry and you want to have a snack right. do that sometimes you have just been super busy throughout the day and haven't been able to eat that much throughout the day and you need to eat more at night or you want to eat more at night do that right there's there's nothing that changes when the clock strikes eight or like, when it becomes later at night you just you fit you make things work right. with the schedule that works for you your body's not a clock on the weekends on the weekdays i go to sleep like solid ten thirty. on the weekends i'll go to sleep like a solid 3 a.m. Or, yeah, 2. That is a significant difference in time of me, like, being awake, being up, being active, moving around. Of course your body's going to You're going to be hungrier hungrier because you've used more energy. You need more energy. And you're you're awake later. So, of course, like, there's more time for you to get hungry again. That's fine. It doesn't matter the time. Right? Just make sure that if you're doing that... The, the point where... You don't just throw all your, like, right. nutritional right. values the out the window. The point where it gets unhealthy is, is if every time it turns night, you throw away all of, like, your... Um, if you ate... Your nutritional knowledge right. and, like, if what you, you ate, like, about. All your... You got in your fruits and veggies throughout the day, and then the second the clock strikes 10 or, like, it gets dark outside, you're, like, pizza, ice cream... Like, like consistently every time. Like, every single night, if you're eating nutrient-dense foods during the day, and then at night you're eating less nutrient-dense foods. That's where that's the when, problem comes That's where this myth comes from. But we just blew it up, so. Yeah. If you keep those, if you, like, keep your same standards, then there's literally no difference between eating at 10 p.m. or 2 a.m. or 8 p.m. or 7 p.m. You know, like, you know what we mean. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin, not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits. Because personally, I just lose all steam. I feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows happy mammoth has what you need for gut health hormone balancing detoxification anti-aging beauty mood clarity sleep and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you so check out what happy mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try. 
For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to The, the double, double Take. We've got some good questions coming we up do today. Have some good questions. What's our first one? Our first one is tips on how to overcome being skinny fat, aka too much cardio. I love you girls. First of all, we love you too. And for those of you who are just listening, skinny fat is basically being skinny, but not having muscle or right not feeling like muscle tone. definition to go along with feeling that. like even though you're smaller your body composition is still like more fat than muscle right so the way to change your body composition and gain some more muscle with that is strength training right start strength training pick up some weights increase your protein because like we said before protein is going to help you maintain Clean or build, build that muscle. muscle while also dropping fat so your goal is really like body recomposition here, mm-hmm. which means you're not necessarily trying to change your size. You're trying to change how your body's composed in terms of the fat and the muscle. Right. So by adding strength training to your routine, by increasing your protein, like by being patient. Right. It's nothing happens overnight. So doing those things consistently is going to be a huge game changer for you. Game changer. How do you balance working out while studying for exams? There's not enough hours. Mm. You're so right. (laughs) Life gets busy. Um, Things get really busy, whether you're in college or high school or working Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Like, everyone lives such a busy life. Some days, like during exam times, we had exams last week and the week before, and there were a couple days where I took an extra rest day because I needed it mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. However, there were days where I was super busy and had exams and I made time to work out because I knew that it would give me a jolt of energy. It would refresh my brain. I'd be more apt to like put in work and do mm-hmm. effective work rather than if I sat at my desk for an hour and just stressed. Yeah. Same time goes by, but I yeah. gained nothing from it and I ended up doing... better (laughs) on my like on whatever I was studying because Mm -hmm. I was able to get out of that space for a second yeah I think sometimes when you're really busy a workout seems like an extra task Mm -hmm. and seems like it's just gonna make you busier but actually in practice when you do it and when you take the time to work out I think that it's gonna make you so much more clear-minded and so much more productive when you're going about everything else So I think that it it can actually be really beneficial, even though it may seem like you're eating up an hour or two of your day to work out. It's going to make the rest of your time more productive and it's going to make you feel better throughout that. So wherever you can fit it in to your day, try to get that workout in. Like Catherine said, like if there are some days where you really need the rest day, absolutely take that. But if you can consistently like 
maintain that workout routine i think that it really benefits your life and it can really help you do even better on your exams and study better and just be in a better mindset for those other things mm-hmm. i feel like last week when we were all stressed with exams carol and i would go on 20 minute walks yeah we did last week you know you can cut things short it doesn't yeah if you're super busy you don't have to stay in the gym for seven hours you don't ever have to stay in the gym <laughs> for seven hours. But, yeah, you can, you can cut things short. You can short. do a five-minute, like, stretch. Yeah, you can be flexible. In your room. But including movement is, is going to help you. It's going to clear your mind. It's going to reset your body, give you some energy. And you're going to go crush it. What is one thing you'd say to someone younger than you if they were looking for guidance? Build a good relationship with yourself as soon as you can. Literally as soon as you can. Right? And that's going to be the foundation for everything. And by that I mean learning about yourself, understanding who you are, trying to like feel more present and like understand your thoughts and opinions and emotions and just like know who you are and value It doesn't that. have to be like a solid blueprint for that. It can be evolving, like you're figuring it out. But as long as you're confident and accepting of that, you can try things, fail things, like learn the things you don't like and be okay mm-hmm. with that like you do not have to have it figured out at all if ever yeah like yeah and also take the time to try as many things as as you want because you'll find some things that you love and you'll find some things that you maybe don't like in the moment and then you know that you don't like those and you know what you're passionate about and what you mm-hmm. like and you can you can really commit to those things so stay curious <laughs> stay curious stay trying things <laughs> try to like build that good relationship with yourself as soon as you can, because that's really going to put you ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. So and that just reminded me, last year, um, my roommate would always say, stay vigilant. Stay there vigilant. There was, like, a week where that's all we would say. Not related, but that's so funny. Because I said, stay curious. <laughs> stay curious. Stay vigilant. Stay vigilant. What do I do if my boyfriend is always busy and never really has time to spend with me? Talk to him if you're upset about it tell him like calmly nicely just be like this is kind of bothering me a little yeah, bit people aren't gonna know like what's bothering you or how you're Until feeling you unless them. you express that mm-hmm. then, and then go off how he responds if he responds like an absolute asshole break up with him right if he responds nicely and like and he actually changes like, his act- actions maybe a little bit or puts more effort or in even he- if he just understands and kind of explains his side and then you can figure out a way to work through it together yeah if something's bothering you bring it up have a conversation about it and it's going to be really telling like how that person reacts if they like actually really care or if they don't and if they change their actions after that so i would say start there and then if you still feel like they're not treating you how you deserve to be treated then you don't need to be in that relationship you need to be in that relationship peace out This is not a question, but thank you for all that you guys do. I love your podcast and your accounts. We love you, and we love all of you guys, and thank you so much for listening. Seriously, like, we we want you guys to know how grateful we we are for all of you, and every kind, sweet message that comes through, like, we read all of those and really take those to heart. We read all of them. We love hearing them. We love talking to you. We love hearing from you, so do not hesitate to We're always here send for us you a guys. message. You We're know, always here for you guys. We're trying to build this positive community, and it can't be done without you. You know, you are it. <laughs> <laughs> We're all in it together, and if you want to stay connected with us, you can follow us on Spotify. That's actually really helpful. 
But you can also follow us on our Instagrams. We have our... And Apple Music, not just Spotify. Or Apple <laughs> Podcasts. Or wherever, I have wherever Spotify you up here right now. Wherever you listen. We listen everywhere. Um, yeah. But on our personal Instagrams, at Katherine Kaneen, yeah. at Karen Kaneen. Stay connected. We want to know all of you as much as we can. Thank you. See you next week. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.